0: The Nerdy Me Podcast presents the Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, the Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on sports.
1: Good evening. This is Alan, and welcome to the Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the top story?
0: Alan, after what seems like decades of waiting, we finally have an opening date for Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Thank God.
2: Yay. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. In Disneyland, it will be opening May 31st. And at Hollywood Studios in Florida, it'll be opening on August 29th of this year. For Disneyland, they're saying you have to make reservations if you go between May 31st and June 23rd. You have to make a reservation. It's a no fee reservation, but you still gotta make a reservation in order to go.
1: They didn't say anything about Disney World to do the same thing or just Disneyland. No, they didn't
0: plan. say you had to make a reservation in Disney World. That I place is gonna be packed.
1: Cool. Now when was the last time you went to the Disney parks?
0: Nineteen eighty three when they opened Epcot Center. Nineteen eighty three? Yeah. Whoa. Uh okay. yeah, I'm not a Disney I'm not a Disney person. I know a lot of people are. I don't I mean, I guess it's everyone tells me it's like awesome for adults too. I just imagine amusement parks and how boring they can be for adults but like it's better than that right
1: oh that's right i remember you telling me you went to islands of adventure that was oh does that player. count no no it doesn't no but uh, i yeah i just assumed that you went to disney world when you hit florida but shouldn't have assumed
0: no we just went to islands of adventure on that trip yeah
1: well when my daughter was younger we used to go eh, maybe once a year every other year without star wars galaxy that place is is freaking packed i mean it's it's unreal and I went to Disney World, what, two years ago? That was worse. So this is going to be really interesting what's going to happen with all these little Jedis running around.
0: Yeah, I am I was really going to go in November to Disney World. But everyone I know that does Disneyland, they're like, you might want to wait a year because, A, <laughs> it's going to be crazy packed. And B... You know, not they will have. They're not going to have all the kinks worked out. So rides might be closed, or Right you know, other other you know parts of the park won't be open yet. Yeah. So, and I don't know that all of Galaxy Edge will be open. I think they're opening. There's two different parts to it, like a soft um, opening. Yeah, I think they're doing a soft opening in the beginning. But it's good news. I mean, it's going. I mean, it's going to be ridiculously packed.
1: Now, have you seen the footage that they've had already about Star Wars Galaxy with the Millennium
0: Falcon? Dude, when I saw that, I. I saw it at work, and I told my coworker, I'm like, I think when I get there and stand in front of this thing, for real, I'm going to cry.
1: And I wasn't joking.
0: I wasn't joking, man. I think I might cry. That's cute. Because it looks real. You get to walk in it. Yeah. That's insane. Dude, we're going to be able to sit in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, my God. I'm about to cry right now.
1: You know, that's going to be like a (laughs) four-hour wait online for sure.
0: I don't care, man. I'm going to be so emotional. (laughs) Yeah, so it's great news. Freaking Disney, man! They're gonna own the world
1: soon. And I believe on the like on the Disneyland side in California, I believe California Adventures they're they're morphing that into more of like a Marvel kind of thing. Also, are they? Yeah, they already transform. It used to be called, I think, the Hollywood Terror, where you you know it was like a free fall kind of thing. Right. It used to be like like an Aerosmith whatever, and that's already converted to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right now they're actually in construction of a lot of Marvel kind of things also. So. Yeah, man. They are really maxing out all the properties that they bought from Lucas. So I'm just waiting for Indiana Jones and that'll be set. No will
0: love for Indy. Yeah. So do you have plans on going to one of these parks for Galaxy's Edge or no? Uh,
1: You know, I'm definitely going to take your coworker's advice. I mean, I am excited, but I think waiting a year is probably the smart move to let them figure out all their problems and stuff because disneyland and disney world they even have the option to turn your i mean you can plan your whole vacation to these places spend plane trips hotels whatever and if you go there and they are packed they will close the doors it's not like there actually is a limit that they actually allow in the park really yeah yeah especially during like the winter season like i mean christmas season i should say so if it's like, you know, like one of the major holidays and it's packed, they will actually close the gates on you and not allow like, people to come in.
0: So do you wait outside? They make you go home or really do?
1: Well, they just won't allow you to go in. So you have to go to like downtown Disney or wait till maybe the crowd lessens and they let you go back in again. But I mean, though, like, well, especially during the, the holiday season, I mean, they decorate that place like it's it's unreal. It's just gorgeous. But, you know, right. OK, yeah so wait, wait a year for now Yeah, yeah it's go funny because
0: well, yeah, <laughs> well, my, my niece lives in Florida and she turned 16 in December and she'll be able to drive so I, I before I changed my mind about going uh, waiting a year I was like I'm coming down there and you're driving me all over <laughs> <laughs> so, you're taking me to Star Wars land I keep going to Star Wars land <laughs> but, are so. you going to dress up no, I don't. You know me. I don't dress up. Ain't, <laughs> my ain't my thing. Ain't my thing. I won't go there dressed up. Who knows what I'll walk out looking like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but that's exciting. Absolutely. Exciting. All right. All right. You know what time it is? It's time to hit it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's time for this the really quick, the news stories for geeks? I'm trying to add a little something to it. Our first quick hit,
1: Jonathan. Back in the day, I believe that's how they signed up Mark Bagley. They did. They sent out this thing. It was called like the Marvel. What was it called? It was like he had a draw. Uh, right, the tryout book, and that's how he. You know, someone did a little tryout book. They drew in it, and he actually got hired by Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics is now launching their Illustrator sketchbook as well as the Marvel write-up book where they're actually going to start teaching you how to draw the Marvel way and also how to write the Marvel way. So pretty interesting stuff. The books are about 168 pages worth. It's going to be coming out soon. So if you have maybe the smallest inkling of becoming an illustrator, maybe pick up this book. Because how Marvel does things, I think they call it the I think it's called The Marvel Way. How, like, they, I remember reading an interview about how is it that Kirby and Stanley were, were to generate like so many books. And I think the story goes that Kirby would just draw things. And Stan later would write in the word bubbles based upon what Kirby was drawing.
0: Yeah, I think Stan would give him an outline of like basically story yeah. beats. Right. And then Jack would draw whatever he wanted to draw. Like, Stan would write, uh, Spider-Man fights Doc Ock and you know for like three pages and yeah. then Jack card would draw whatever he wanted in regards to fighting and the <laughs> sand would add word bubbles yeah
1: yeah so these books are be coming out soon the writing version it's uh will be coming out later this fall so yeah if you're interested go for it
0: yeah this is the same thing as a trial book where you send it in and if they like it they'll, they'll hire you or whatever
1: no 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 no. no. this no. is just purely I'm going to teach you how to do something and whatever
0: uh, boo eh. I thought it was going to be my big break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't, I don't know how... Um, I don't know how Please Marvel would be when I submit a Nightwing story. What? <laughs> <It's> confusing.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Alan. What? Uh, news has come out that Disney Plus, the online streaming service that will be coming pretty soon, will include the entire Disney library, even things that are currently in their vault. Now... It won't be included there on day one, but the plan is to eventually roll out Disney's entire movie library, including vaulted movies. Wow. I mean, I think it's a big deal, with the, especially with the vaulted movies, because uh, back in the day, especially with the when video cassettes were big. Yeah. Remember, they used to advertise only 10 more days before Snow White goes in the vault.
1: Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, so yeah, people yeah. Be,
0: yeah. So people would be buying, like, collector's edition and not yes. opening them. Right and I did things that. like that <laughs> did you, of, of the VHS's
1: yeah but the. I think it was Pinocchio I think I got mm-hmm. it and I remember I was like oh my god we'll never see this again I have to buy it and I bought
0: it yeah I remember when Aladdin went in the vote I'm like well at least I got my Aladdin Wow. <laughs> uh, so anyway it's all going to be available on the streaming service even the stuff that's in the vote but my first question was I wonder if Song of the South oh. is going to be available what's that? Yes. oh yeah. right yeah 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 zippity <laughs> doodah. yeah, <Zippity-doo-dah. laughs> yeah. So, well, look. If they're going to be honest, you know, if they were smart, they'd put it out, but they'd have like a whole, like, thing in front of it, like, a, like a half hour's worth of discussion about the, the movie or something. You
1: know, you mean like a director's cut kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Well, not saying that it's okay, but saying, look, this is this is what the we do and what the movie's like, and there is some racial stereotypes in it, and you know, oh, maybe. But it's, because you can't run from your history, is what I'm trying to say. You can't whitewash your history. Right, that's true. Anyway, I guess Disney can.
1: So with your DC streaming service, is everything out there already? Like, is everything like everything as DC's done? Do you have access to that now?
0: No, they're rolling stuff out slowly. Like, they just put an ISIS and Shazam on there. So that was pretty cool. Nice. I'm trying to. There's something DC I've been done it. Like, all the all the animated movies aren't on there yet. Okay. Yeah, they're they're slowly rolling things out.
1: I never realized Isis was a DC character. Has she ever been in the comic books?
0: Yeah, she was there for a while, which is uh, Black Adam. But then, you know, Middle Eastern Isis kind of took over. So they kind of because she's kind of represented on Legends of Tomorrow, but they call her something else. They don't call her Isis. Oh, I didn't know. It's it's pretty much the same character.
1: Oh, that's cool. I like that
0: show. I remember Shazam as a kid. I totally don't remember Isis. How can you not remember Isis? She was gorgeous. I, I just don't remember. I just remember watching Shazam, and I watched the first episode of Shazam. Holy Christmas, dude! There's <laughs> there's literally a scene where kids are calling other kid chicken to make him do something.
2: What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken?
0: <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe this worked back in. And, and look, I you know worked on me too as a kid. But I'm like, I can't believe this worked. <laughs> they actually went. Bok, 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 to <laughs> I like it and they want to steal they want to steal the car and go joyriding it's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) alright that's cool
2: alright
1: like it Jonathan following up on our story last week on the Dungeons and Dragons books that was designed to help younger players guess what chicken butt on Amazon.com they are right now priced down 28% for $9.33 if you get it right now two books are coming out, Monsters and Creatures and Warriors and Weapons, that will be released on July 16th, and the rest of the two books will be coming out on October 29th. So, it says here that if you do pre-order now, you know, that obviously Amazon doesn't charge you until it's ready to ship, but you will at least secure that price. And I've already ordered
0: mine. You ordered both books? Bo- both books. Oh. Sir, gonna start a little D&D club. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I'm in my <laughs> post 35 years uh, maybe I'll be able to understand Dungeons and Dragons if I buy the kids books
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, I know. My, my only problem is you need friends to do these kind of things <laughs>
0: yeah, you gotta get a 20, a 20 side to die <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs>
1: so it's out there kids check it out if you're interested now it's time to buy
0: uh, yes yeah, so you're going to create characters or are you actually going to try to get people to play
1: uh, I want to see if I get my maybe my daughter if she might be interested in it
0: Oh, man, you're not going to be happy until that girl is full nerd, huh?
1: <laughs> She's almost there.
0: You know you getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Hey,
1: you know, it's a good segue because, you know, you mentioned before, like, remember the Marvel role-playing game that, you know, rolled yeah. the dice kind of thing? I had mm-hmm. that, and when I was in college, uh, we did our own homebrew version. You know, we didn't follow it, like, to the T, but it was enough where uh, we didn't use 10. I believe we used a 10-sided die, and, you know, we'd go out to eat, and then my buddy would just create a scenario like... Oh, I remember this one. This was this was so memorable. It was a fantastic Four, uh, the thing goes rogue. And it was the rest of the fantastic Four plus Spider-Man. Take him down. I mean, it was so much fun. We're just rolling that freaking dice and it was it was cool.
0: This is a college. Yeah. I remember that. Didn't you use to make your own cards to like the overpower cards? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I yeah, did. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. OK. 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 Quickie. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, season two trailer for Cobra Kai came out. Yeah. For you on YouTube. It looks awesome. YouTube premium. And it will be released. All 10 episodes will be released on April the 24th.
1: Exciting. You know, when I saw that trailer, even now it's like, I don't know who to root for. <laughs> because in Cobra Kai, yeah. it, you know, we're kind of rooting for both. Now it's I'm really torn. I'm not. I really don't know. Maybe that's why it's so good.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, Daniel opens his Miyagi-Do karate, and it's free. He's not charging anybody. Right. And uh, what's his name? Sensei's back. Johnny Sensei's back. Right. So, and he's, you know, that guy's always up to no good. (laughs) So we'll see what's going on there. But yeah, it looks really, really good. I wonder if we get a Johnny and Danny showdown in this season.
1: You would think eventually it would have to happen.
0: With yeah, but you also gotta remember they're ad- they're adults too. I mean,
1: you don't think they're gonna fight? You don't think they're gonna throw down at all?
0: I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they team up against um, Sensei, and maybe Sensei recruits like a you know like a, a bad guy. Hmm. Does that make sense? I because you so. can't keep you can't keep you can't make Danny the bad guy, right? No, you can't. Well, I think that's what
1: makes the show interesting is that there is no real bad guy in this because both characters have become very empathetic.
0: Right. And that's why you need someone for them. You can't keep putting them against each other. Yeah. Oh, so. uh,
1: yeah. Because they, they always kind of tease it in season one. Like, it was about to fight, and they don't fight. So, yeah, maybe when they do fight, that's their jump-the-shark kind of deal. Oh, lordy. Yeah.
0: yeah. We'll see. Well, hopefully season two will be good. Yeah. 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 And we, we talked about how YouTube is gonna stop making original programming, so we don't know how this is gonna affect Cobra Kai season three. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. right.
1: quick. Quickie. Uh Jonathan, wow. Laneel Yu is co-creating a new character for Marvel Comics. The interesting thing is that it's their first Filipina character. Uh, Greg Pack will be writing and Alino Francis Hugh, who is Filipino himself, will be creating their first Filipina superhero named Wave. Powers, I believe, are tech based,
0: and she looks pretty cool. Are you excited about this? Um no, you know what why do I think why am I thinking that what's his name created today? Didn't Walsp create a Filipino character? Male, maybe? For, for the Marvel universe? I don't oh, for the Marvel Universe, I think you meant in general.
1: Well, he, you know, Wetworks. Yeah. The whole team was Philip no, 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 one character was Filipino. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm excited. Well, I guess a little background. Alan's asked me if I'm excited about it because I am half Filipino. Yeah. I mean, I saw the picture. I mean, look, we had this discussion. I saw the picture. The art's fantastic. He's a great artist, but there's nothing about it that screams Philip. I don't look at it and see a Filipina, uh, you know. So she just looks like she looks more Hispanic to me than anything. I think it's cool to have them represented. I feel honor bound to buy the issue.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what I do like about their approach, though? I do like the fact because there was a time where they were just radically changing, like established characters like Captain America or Hulk, Iron Man. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember telling you, like, why don't you just make new characters? Just just do that. You know, if you want to include, you know, other kind of nationalities, well, then just create new characters like, like what these guys are doing and see what happens.
0: Yeah, the thing is, I think I told you this before, I was never, I never looked at Spider-Man and said, oh, I could never be Spider-Man because he's white, or I never looked at Superman and said, oh, I can't be, like, I pretended I was Superman growing up, I pretend I was Batman, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah. I just never looked at the characters like that, so, I understand that some people, like, people do want to see that or whatever. Yeah. But, I, I don't know, that just never, that's why, I mean, it's a, I guess this is a good thing he's doing, it's not a bad thing, obviously. yeah but I, I think it's weird that it's news it's kind of I just find it weird that we're talking about it yeah because all right because basically he's creating a new character it's yeah. her superpower that she's Filipina I mean I don't like I don't know why that makes her special and maybe that puts me in the minority but yeah <laughs> literally um, <laughs> but you know if it's look if it's written well if she's engaging if she's an interesting character I'll read it I'll you know what is her name she, wave right Wave, yeah. That's curious. Yeah, he likes to wave. Hi, guys. Hi, hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bad guy. Look over here. <laughs> Strong guy in our team can punch you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bad guys are like, is that a Filipino waving at us? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So you know, go through Lino for look. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's a great artist. That's why you should. Greg times a good writer. He's a good artist. That's why you should read the book. should not matter what color the person inside yeah, the book is. You're right. But that's just my that's my editorial. There you go. All right. Alan, Matt, the uh, the Disney. Well, this is a twofer. This is a twofer. Quick, quick hit. You ready? Oh. So uh, the Disney Fox deal officially closes March twentieth. They've cleared all legal hurdles. Uh, most of the legal hurdles recently were coming from different countries. Like, Brazil had an issue and then Mexico had an issue, but they ironed it all that. So, uh, Disney and Fox deal closes March 20th, and I guess that midnight that day is when Kevin Feige starts writing X Men. I don't know, well, he's not the writer, but you know, starts planning X Men if he's to be believed that he hasn't done anything with the characters yet. Um, also, it's been discussed that fox will keep their name so fox quote-unquote will still put out movies so they'll just be part of disney like marvel is part of disney like mm. films, disney. right and i think that's how to get around this whole how do we keep deadpool rated r or how do we make rated r superhero movies mm. because if we put them out under the fox banner right it's still technically not disney
1: right well yeah. oh, that's a good move then that's a smart yeah. move for them
0: yeah, and plus, you know, Fox has a history. The name has a history, 20th Century Fox. Where is yeah. Fox? So, it's good. And a lot of Disney to do things that are outside the Disney brand, more or less.
1: Right. Yeah, no, that's good for them. I like that. I like
0: it. Yep. Okay. So, finally, I feel like we've been talking about that. I feel like that and Star Wars Galaxy Edge we've been talking about for like two years.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, are you excited? The
0: X-Men are coming home? Well, that's going to play... Well, I, I'm going to talk about this in another quick hit later. Okay, but yeah. yeah I, I think... I'm, I'm curious to see... If you listen to our Captain Marvel show, which I know you did because I talked to you about it, uh, I'm kind of... After Endgame, I'm, I'm kind of taking a seat with the Marvel. I'm not going to be all excited and hyped for them. Uh, you know, I'll go see Spider-Man. I'll go see my established heroes. But, you know, Eternals, Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> you know, I want to see Black Widow, Shang. Well, we'll talk about that later, but... Uh, Yeah, in regards to the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, there's a Fantastic Four character who they're teasing is going to be in a Marvel movie soon, so we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Okay. I'm excited about that.
1: Good. Good
0: We're good. (laughs)
1: Hey, Jonathan, you know they are going to make a Sesame Street film? (gasps) And Hathaway gets a January 2021 release date. You know, Sesame Street, it's one of those properties where it seems like everyone knows about, but a lot of people don't know about. You know, like, I think everyone knows or maybe knows who Big Bird is, right? I, I would assume. I so. or, or Oscar the Grouch and stuff. But boy, they don't, yeah. other than their that TV show, they're not really on anything else, but they, they've endured.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, they're, I mean, they've been around forever. Yeah. You know what I discovered recently? They're not on PBS anymore. They're on HBO what is That weird. That is weird. Yeah. Or wait, are they maybe are they still on sale? I know they're on HBO. I know new episodes are on HBO. Wow. Uh, Maybe maybe they share with PBS. Okay. Or maybe PBS is showing the old shows. I don't know, but Sesame Street moves to HBO will re air on PBS since 2015. Dude, I'm four years behind. (laughs) (laughs) Time to catch up.
1: (laughs) Set that DVR.
0: Is that weird? So, so I guess I premiere on HBO and then PBS gets something. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, you know, I was never, like, I know Sesame Street. I never like rushed to watch it. You know what I watched We rushed to watch The Electric Company.
1: Yeah, that was cool. But you know, Sesame I Street, I always, I was always hoping, like, oh, Spider Man could be in this one with Morgan Freeman.
0: That's yeah. Electric Company. Oh, was it? Yeah, Easy Reader.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, I was going Morgan Freeman was mean.
0: the easy reader.
1: Yeah,
0: Reader Moreno was on the Electric Company. There you go. Um, yeah, and then Spider-Man, he wouldn't talk. Remember?
1: Yeah, Is Electric Company still on TV? I
0: don't think so. You could probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, I never really watched Sesame Street, but you still know know them all.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just one of those things.
1: You know who I don't like? Elmo. <laughs> yeah, he was like, always yeah. just well, seemed like I'm, a I'm, Grover ripoff.
0: Yeah, I'm almost past our age. Yeah. My, my favorite, Snuffle Up, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. really? I like Cookie
0: Monster. Cookie. Cookie. All right. Quick it. Quick it. Alan, the Dark Knight trilogy is coming back to theaters for one night only, specifically the IMAX theaters. It's all for Batman's 80th birthday celebration. Uh, it's going to be in five cities for one night only. It's going to start March 30th in L.A., which will also have a QA and a with Christopher Nolan, which is in the L.A. only. Wow. Uh, then it be in New York on April 13th, followed by uh, – with dates to be announced in San Francisco, Toronto, and Indianapolis.
1: Wow, the trilogy. That's a, that's going to be a long night. That's like six yeah. hours worth of film. Yeah,
0: yeah pretty much. So, so um, yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's over 10 years old because – Dark Knight was 2008 and that's already that'll be 11 this year so
1: wow that long ago huh it's amazing isn't it it is actually wow those are great films I mean those are great films even just not from the superhero point of view I mean those are such good films
0: the thing is I always keep thinking about Heath Ledger and the Joker are supposed to return for uh, Dark Knight Rises oh
1: is um, that what's supposed to happen
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like the story probably been totally different, but he was supposed to come back for Dark Knight Rises. And that would have been could you imagine two movies with him as the Joker?
1: Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, that's a bummer.
0: Yeah. Wow. But just great performances.
1: Quick. It. it. Jonathan, in response Alex. to the Internet trolls attacking, attacking Captain Marvel.
0: Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. U.S. congressional candidate Brianna Wu says the government has a role to play in the fight against internet trolls. A stance inspired by the backlash against Marvel Studios' female-led Captain Marvel. What she wants is to have something. She was saying basically, you know, the government should have some sort of like control over this and have uh, companies be a little more responsible. And then she brought up the fact that, well, see, this is what we did in the 90s with the gaming in- industry with the ESRB you know how, like the rated games at that time, the entertainment soft software rating board, where if the if the game had like uh, mature stuff or kid stuff, and and they would put it on the outside of the games and everything, and I thought that was hilarious because it, t- to me, it, I think games are more violent than they've ever been, and I don't think that's ever stopped anyone from doing anything.
0: Right. I just think it's yeah. You know, this annoying. woman, this woman is just I don't know what she's thinking. The whole reason we f- this country was formed was because of the central government exerting too much control over the populace. Right. I mean, this is insane. It's just I don't understand this generation of adults now that grew up wanting everyone to restrict things they don't like. It just doesn't make sense. And the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing is ridiculous, too, because it, it's like you can't if you disliked Captain Marvel, you were a troll. Like you couldn't right. honestly just dislike the movie. Yeah, it was amazing. It's, it's amazing. Rotten Tomatoes is they should be ashamed of what they did.
1: Uh, honestly, you're absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. They they skewed they skewed the numbers, and the I think they also skewed like my faith in regards to their rating system
0: because well, they, 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 they can manipulate
1: the numbers now.
0: What was that? Well, I gave up on Rotten Tomatoes in regards to being like a good judges of movies with right, Last Jedi.
1: Right, right, yeah, but.
0: Uh, it's just, you know I mean, it's currently Well, we'll talk about this Captain was currently at 79%, 62% with top critics And the audience score is 61%, which makes it fresh, I guess Okay Or maybe not, I don't know But, uh, you know, they they did a whole thing where they deleted 54,000 user ratings Because they said they were by bots I just don't, why, why are they involved in any of that? Why not just put it up and let, you know, bots are attacking it, bots are attacking it why is that their responsibility? I don't. Yeah. Why is it their responsibility to make sure Captain Marvel gets a fair rating? I don't <laughs> know what they deem is there. You know what? Right. Let other people investigate and publish the articles. Well, these were done by Bots. Well, it's like, all right. Well, it's up there for people to post. It's kind of like Twitter. It's like here's Twitter. Use it. Yeah. And people say awful, disgusting things on Twitter, but it still had to happen. You have to decide how you take that information. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't meant. I wasn't meant for the digital world. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So is this is this woman getting any traction with this?
1: No. Okay. But I can't. It was just shocking to me that this potential congresswoman like that's her stance. That's that's what. That's it what is. she's running
0: on. That's her platform. Yeah,
1: I thought that was absolutely. I was. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I was like, you gotta be nuts. I
0: know, like, feed the hungry isn't good enough. For us. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to stop internet trolls. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We it. Quig it. Quig we can Quig box office, Alan. Yes. Not surprisingly, Captain Marvel won the weekend with 153.4 million dollars domestic and 325.6 million foreign for a total weekend gross of 479 million dollars. How a Train Your Dragon Three came in second with 14.7 and a total of 119.6. And Medea Funeral is uh, debuted this week with 12.4 million. Uh, no, I'm sorry, second weekend. Uh, third place with 12.4 million, total of 46.3 million. Two weeks, so no surprise. Captain Marvel won the weekend. It's also projected to win this weekend because there's really nothing coming out against it. So oh,
1: those are huge numbers, man!
0: Now I'm seeing articles like when, like this is when Captain Marvel will break a billion. Do you think it's going to break a billion?
1: No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, to, to break that kind of number, I mean, it's going to have to have consistent weeks of you know. Right.
0: I mean, you got to look. Yeah, you gotta look at it this way. Uh I don't Black Panther did not break a billion and its opening weekend was stronger than Captain Marvel's and it, it had much more consistent weeks, I think. Right. Yeah. So no, yeah, so, I don't think so. I think the people writing these articles really underestimate how much a billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> You know. Um,
1: sure. Well, they're I just mean, writing uh, an article.
0: Yeah, and it's it's almost halfway there just from the weekend alone worldwide, so
2: Yeah.
0: I can understand why they might think that, but Yeah, Black Panther total Oh, actually it did break a billion Black Panther went 1.3 billion Lifetime It's domestic with 700 million
1: Wow Big numbers
0: Yeah, I don't know I don't know if Captain Marvel's I could I don't know, whatever I don't know if it's breaking a billion That's all I'm saying
1: I got one word for you Venom So what do we know? That's true too (laughs) We'll see what happens If it does, great, fine Good Good for Disney, whatever I mean geez yeah. if they're making that much money. Can they please like reduce the price of the entrance of uh Disneyland, Disney World?
0: They will not. They just yeah. raised it because of Star Wars Galaxy. You yeah, know those. <laughs> f- <laughs> <You> they <just> laugh. <laughs> must laugh like like hey, that guy <laughs> Allen wanted us to lower our prices. <laughs> <laughs> stupid guy (laughs) let's laugh at him and put indy back in the vault for another 10
2: years
0: (laughs) no it's funny before you said that indy was coming right out of the vault and you're like wait who said that alan oh no put indy back in the vault oh terrible 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 terrible
1: (laughs) terrible Uh, Jonathan, you and I just did the podcast on Captain Marvel. And one of the things that, that kind of annoyed us was just how powerful she really is. And they did interview Kevin Feige in regards to this. And he's, his basic response was, it won't be a problem. They did say, you know, don't you think she could be too powerful? And basically what is, he said is this, is that they will change her power levels depending on the storyline. And the examples that they gave, gave was like someone like Vision... Who, right out of Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, he was very powerful. And depending on the storyline, as you can see, they actually kind of like lower down his power levels. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about maybe the inconsistency, inconsistency of a hero that on screen, depending on the storyline?
0: Well, as we talked about in our episode on Captain Marvel, uh, we don't know what her powers are. So, I mean, how powerful can she be? I mean, we're at the point where you know she could shrink someone as one of her powers and we'd be like oh, okay I guess this is something she can do mm-hmm. now you know yeah so I don't know I, and in regards to the vision being less powerful I just thought I just thought that was them showing us how, power, how powerful Thanos was does that make sense
1: yes yes absolutely yeah.
0: Yeah. But now, now, see, now I have to watch Infinity War differently now because I'm saying, oh, they depowered. Kevin Feige said they depowered Vision here. Right. It's not that the Black Order and Thanos were that uber powerful. It's that they had the depower of Vision. See? I get you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you.
0: I'm, 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 <clears throat> You're on to I'm it. not doing it for another 10 years. I'm not doing it for another 10 years. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. So whatever. Captain yeah. Marvel's powers, whatever. I that. hope she has the power to... Go get sent for pizza and take about two and a half hours to get it, so the Avengers can do what they need to do. What? Captain Marvel, thank God you're here. Can you go pick up the pizzas we ordered? <laughs> and then they just you know whatever escape. And she goes and pizza go time. Go. Right. that yeah. <laughs> but she smiles. Uh, pizza, whatever. All right, All quick right. it, it. <laughs> Alan. Yeah. This kind of came out of nowhere. The story. Because we didn't know how far forward they were moving with this, or if they were really making this movie. But apparently they're making uh, Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu, right? Yes, sir. So uh, Marvel hired a director. So they're really serious about uh, Shang-Chi getting his own movie. Marvel hires a director, uh, his name is Destin Daniel Creighton, and it's written by David Callaham. Yes, are you excited for Shang-Chi, master of Kung Fu?
1: Am I excited for him? Uh, as far as I know, I don't remember Shang-Chi actually having any superpowers. He was just a... I, I think I remember reading someplace... Like, he is supposed to be the ultimate martial artist. I think.
0: That, oh, he's the master of Kung Fu. He's master of Kung Fu. <laughs> it's yeah. in the title. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. What, what is it? It's basically... All right, basically, Bruce Lee in a Marvel movie? Oh... No. Imagine measure,
0: measure what those would look like. Oh, oh. sick! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's Bruce Lee and all boy. I guess it's gotta be better than Iron Fist. Zinga! Boom!
1: Well, anything is better than Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah. I'm, look, uh, I'm reserving judgment until I see a trailer.
1: Yeah, this one came out of the blue. I was not expecting that at all.
0: So this is what we know for after Endgame. We have Spider-Man: Homecoming. Nope. Far From Home. We have Eternals. We have Black Widow, and now we have Shang Chi, Black Panther right? Two. Black. Well, we're assuming Black. Did they announce that yet? Though Black mm. Panther Two, Doctor Strange Two, Ant Man Three, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy Three, Guardians Three. Yeah. So they're really going. Are they out of top tier characters that we're delving into? Eternals and Shang Chi. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think about
1: Marvel characters. Who, who do you got outside the Avengers? It's it's. Oh, you guys. are now?
0: Yeah. Now you think about it. If they started this planning before they got the Fox deal done. Yeah. Because the rest of the top tier characters are Fantastic Four and X-Men related.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. That makes sense. Then. OK, good.
1: Yeah. All right, pretty good. Pretty good. Jonathan. Alan. Did you know the new Avengers trailer dropped today? Yeah, I told you. Hello. Yeah, that's how I knew. I woke <laughs> up and I saw the thing. I'm like, oh my God, the Avengers trailer. And I was like half asleep. And uh, I, uh, Jonathan, I am so excited for this movie. I, I can't, I just can't wait. You know what this feeling is like, Jonathan? This is the same feeling I got when, like when we knew the the prequels are coming out. Right. Before we knew what the prequels are going to be about. It's right. that, that anticipation of this movie. And knowing that it's going to, well, I don't know, after Captain Marvel, but I I feel like it's going to be a quality movie. Do you think this movie will be just as good as Infinity War?
0: I'm hoping it will be better. It depends what they do with Captain Marvel. She makes an appearance in this trailer, and (sighs) thank God it's the end of the trailer because I literally went, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) So.
1: Yeah, uh, even her yeah. he little smirk to films like, no. It's like the Russo brothers couldn't figure her out either.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks good. And again, I'm watching it. I keep thinking like, wow, all this takes place in the first 30 minutes. Because they said – oh, they could have been lying. They said that they're not, the trailers won't show anything beyond the first 30 minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah. So a lot happens in like, the first 30, I guess.
0: Yeah. So – it, it looks good. We got to, we got to look at Hawkeye's new haircut. We got mm-hmm. him training someone with a bow and arrow. Oh, a yeah. young female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What else did we see? Nebula. We saw, their, we saw Nebula. Mm-hmm. We saw them walking to Avengers compound with what looks like new uniforms, but specifically for space or something like that. What else did we see? Just saw like Cap almost crying. Oh, I like, really,
1: like I like how it started off with uh, little flashbacks of the previous movies.
0: Right, with Iron Man, Cap, and Thor. Right. Yeah, I I,
1: yeah. I like that. I like that. Oh Lord, they're hitting all the all my nerves. It's it's awesome.
0: Yeah. You and know what it is, is we, we talk about? We keep talking about uh, Captain America not surviving. But what if? Maybe not dying, but what if this is the last time we see Iron Man and Thor too?
1: Huh. What?
0: Wow, never thought about that.
1: Mm. I mean, you you, you you would agree Cap's done.
0: Well, I don't know if they're going to kill him. I mean, what if... Is there, if time travel is... See, I don't want to speculate. But if time travel is involved, isn't it possible that they somehow figure out a way to get him back to 1940-whatever where he can kind of live a life with Peggy? Hmm. Like he gets his happy ending? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> what's wrong with you?
1: And you know, I think what's, what makes it Hard to think that is just knowing, you know, Chris Evans' contract is over, right? And so, and and even in comic books, they do have an out if if this is it for him, you know, as who's going to take on the shield. So, right? I, I, I think I'd be shocked if he didn't die. But if you're mentioning even Iron Man and Thor, no, I but mean, I mean
0: he he doesn't die. They send him back to the past, and he gets to live with what's her name, Peggy. Peggy. And and then like you know in present time he comes up to him as an old old man like you guys did oh, it. I see. I what you what if it's what if that Stanley's cameo? What if <laughs> Captain America grows to be Stanley? What? <laughs>
1: what? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I totally and, believe uh, that. I believe they're going to send Captain Marvel, uh, Captain America, back to Peggy, and he says, oh, "I believe we have a dance." And
0: no. then he gets six bullets in the head. No. Uh, what is um, wrong with you? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Captain's going to uh, die. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm trying not to speculate. I don't want to re-read it re- re- for anybody. Right. So. No, it um, was great. Yeah, it was a really good, really good trailer. Mm. Awesome sauce.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Uh, speaking of Marvel movies, Alan, Doctor Strange 2, more stranger. That can't be right. Doctor Strange 2 director Scott Derrickson posted a cryptic Instagram and then took it down almost immediately. Ooh. Uh, he posted a comic book cover of Doctor Strange I forgot the name what, what comic was but the cover was Doctor Strange and he was underwater drowning and then in the background you see Namor swimming up to save him uh, which le- leads to speculation that Namor might be in the next Doctor Strange movie now my first reaction was uh, that doesn't make sense because you, when you think Namor you don't usually think, you think Fantastic Four you don't think Doctor Strange Right. but then I started thinking wait a minute DC just made a billion dollars with Aquaman Namor was kind of, or at least Atlantis was teased in Iron Man 2 on that map. Yeah.
1: Right? That's right. Yeah.
0: So that means they've been thinking about Namor for a while now. So now's the perfect time for Marvel to want to do something with Namor because apparently people love Underwater Heroes.
1: Yeah. Well, makes sense. A- at least just dropping his name again, especially with. Would he, wouldn't you think Namor is kind of with Fantastic Four, that property? Would that be a Fox yeah. property? Yeah. No, he, was with, yeah, he yeah.
0: was with them, I think. Yeah. But. Are they also setting up the Illuminati? Because the Illuminati was Doctor Strange, Namor, Reed Richards, Black Bolt. Right. And I'm missing somebody. But these are like the smartest guys and they, they, you know, they they made decisions for the planet, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, they get Reed back. And it would make sense that after the events of Endgame, that the smartest, most powerful people in the world do form a little group. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're doing some kind of Illuminati thing. We'll see. Yes, sir. But yeah, I'm excited for Doctor Strange 2. The name is going to be it. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: All
1: All right.
0: Alan. Yo. Fandango. Fandango. Is making Shazam tickets available two weeks early. If you go to Fandango website or the app, you can buy tickets for showings of Shazam from Saturday, March 23rd, a full two weeks before its opening date of April the 5th. Uh, I already got my ticket. I will get mine. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it because we're, we're doing a show on it, obviously. You know, it's scheduled for April 5th. So I don't know, i gonna have to see that movie twice because if I see it two weeks beforehand, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I, I figured why not go see it at four o'clock, boom, boom, boom.
1: Uh, let me ask you, what is your excitement level for Shazam?
0: I'm at a hard five. (laughs) That low? No kidding. Yeah. uh, Look, I'm I'm not feeling good about 2019 and Captain Marvel's.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Maybe they just put a Captain Marvel just because her name was Marvel and they just wanted it out there before DC says, hey, I'm Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, it's part of that. Also, they want their own Wonder Woman. I'm pretty sure I'm of it too. Yeah. Okay. I'm a
1: little more excited. I'll give it a... Six, six, just a hair.
0: Yeah, but you know, to be fair, you are you are Captain Marvel fan.
1: Yeah, I actually like Captain Marvel. I just don't yeah. like exactly I mean, a uh, Levi's Shazam Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like Shazam, absolutely. No. So, okay,
0: we'll see. All right, so are you gonna go?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get my yeah. ticket. Excellent, excellent. Alan, Suicide Squad Two, James Gunn, Suicide Squad Two. Uh, leaked it's a rumor uh they leaked the team members it's gonna be Deadshot who is supposedly now played by Idris Elba Harley Quinn uh, Amanda Waller uh, Ratcatcher King Shark Polka Dot Man and Peacemaker All yeah yeah (laughs) so are you familiar with these guys
1: I don't know who these guys are
0: Ratcatcher I've heard of okay well King Shark yes well yeah Polka Dot Man no Hmm. who knows what to right. but I, I'm not surprised by the pics because this is James Gunn.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see what he does with it. Look what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Unreal what he did with that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, Alan, the Sopranos prequel movie has a release date and a new name. Uh, it was called, I think, The Saints of Newark, but now it's just called Newark. And it will be released in theaters. I thought this was going to be on TV, but it's going to be released in theaters September 25th, 2020. How are you doing? The uh, Tony Soprano character will be played by Dan Gandolfini's son. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Alan, thus ends Quick Hits, but that doesn't end the show because we have a board game review with Ellen. Take it away, Ellen.
2: Hey, guys. Tell I'm them. really excited. I couldn't wait to come back and talk to you guys about Settlers of Catan that I mentioned on the last session. I've actually been thinking about it the whole time, and I couldn't wait to, to get on the mic and be able to tell you all about it. Wow. <laughs> so, question. I mean, Alan, you, I mean, you're a junkie like I am. Okay. A board junkie like I am. Um, have you played Settlers of Catan? I haven't. Really? <laughs> give me your geek card
1: okay there you go
2: (laughs) hand in your geek card man oh that's sad anyway (laughs) this is a classic and as i mentioned before monopoly was the american version of resource management settlers Catan was along the same way but a little bit crunchier knowing the way that the europeans do a phenomenal job on putting together strategy games so, at any rate, the board is put together by individual separated hexagons, and you just put them together randomly, or they have a suggested arrangement. The, each of the tiles, have, a, or you can put down a random number, and when you roll the dice... That resource on that hex produces. And if you're building a house there, you get to take advantage of those resources, in which case you take those resources and purchase your home, expand your home, expand the roads, buy resource cards. But the whole idea is that you want to come down to winning the victory points and winning the game. This one, this one, I actually kind of put up there for a little bit older, probably more for maybe ten, maybe twelve years old mm-hmm. and above. Mm-hmm. Just because, just a little, it just there's just a little more to it, but it's totally worth it. It's not a real heavy game. It can play. Uh, this one's going to take you a while. It's going to be at least an hour. If you're really good at this, it might even take two hours. I think my biggest memory of Settlers is when I went to Gen Con a few years ago. They had a, a giant version of Settlers Catan, Catan, and it was like a small train set. Uh, you know, uh, where they had like forest and trees and sheep and wood. You know, a set put up in uh, a large, like, I don't know, they were probably like six inches ac- across, whereas the original tiles are only a few inches at- across. You probably always hear the catchphrases in Catan is uh, sheep for wood. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and after a while, you know, you start playing it. You start saying, I have sheep for wood and you can't help but laugh. All right. So uh, and then it just it yeah, and once you once it just kinda of burrows into your head, like, you know, the ear mite for a uh, uh, Sulu, it or you know, checkoff, it just can't you can't get it out of because the minute you hear, you know, wood for sheep, uh, it it just all falls apart right there. <laughs> but anyway. Great game, a lot of fun, great for the family. This one you actually could play at the dinner table if you wanted to. It doesn't have a whole lot, you know, around it that uh yeah, you need a whole a terrible lot of space. So, this one you're gonna really like. I can't get enough. I, I have like a serious OCD moment when I see Catan on the on the table. So let so me do the plug-in. What's the uh, by what's the, the way?
0: What's the popularity like? Why is this? I mean, I've heard this thing exploded when it thing came out. What? What do you think is the reason for its popularity?
2: The biggest thing about Settlers of Catan is it's another one of those I played it once and I can't wait to play it again. It's it's just crunchy enough. It's just enough strategy to it. It keeps you interested. And it's like I can play it again the next time a little bit better. I can play it again. But you still have a little element of chance because you have that dice roll in there, so you never know where the resources are going to start popping up. And that way, uh, you know. So you you still have to kind of react with what you have, but it's again, it comes down to resource management and whatever resources you get, how are you going to utilize it in the best possible way? Because money and resources are slow, and in order, and you have to build out your city in order to get the your victory points at the end of the game so you can win. Oh, okay. So in in this game, it's just it's just really challenging. It's like you know, Monopoly and chess got together and did it better (laughs) in my mind. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, you have to play it to understand what I mean. It's just one of those games you just can't put down. You want, once you try it and then you see how the mechanic works, you're, you're in that game because the, the, your turn rotation is the same every time it comes up. You do the same thing. You roll the dice. You produce resources. You buy. It goes to the next person. It's pretty easy to pick up, as far as you know, playing the game. But it's one of those things that's like it, it, because of the, I think it's because of the chance, slight chance aspect that it's like it, it's frustrating and exciting all at the same time.
1: Cool. Okay.
2: So, anyway, so when you guys come and see me the next time. We will play Settlers of Catan. <laughs> I, think you, I think you would really like it. It's one of those things that's like, okay, Ellen, you were right. I get it.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, Alan, um, what, what you got coming up?
2: Well, let's see. Well, see, I went through some classics there that I highly recommend that if you haven't really tried these games before that you're not quite sure of. And like you said, it's starting to they're starting to pop up over at Target. I, I can't say Toys R Us anymore. I can't say Kmart much more. <laughs> wow, where else would you find it at? Uh, probably Walmart. There Noble we go. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Yeah, you know, they're doing a pretty good job. You know, those guys are putting out some good games. Yeah. let me see. You know what's really funny? Back in our eight-bit uh, character video games, they, we came out with a video game called uh, Oregon Trail. Right. Oh yeah remember that
0: mm-hmm. yeah, i love the oregon trail
2: they they put out a board game on oregon trail yes you can die from dysentery yeah nice <laughs> so, i you just like it. it it's a light game it's a lot of fun and you just can't help but just laugh because like okay. you remember that in the game
0: so is that going to talk about next time yeah all right awesome all right thanks
2: Alright guys, thanks again for everything and don't forget to visit my website at GeeksUniteCafe.com I'm based out of Pittsburgh and I run a number of board games in my area as well as I also make people aware of other board games and places to go to play board games in in the Pittsburgh area. Thanks again guys!
0: Thanks Ellen. Bye Ellen. Bye! Okay Ellen, thus ends Ellen's board game review and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. This is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are.